Welcome back to the podcast in Mississippi Baptist Life called Around the Table. And we are excited to be on the Impact Training Train. That's a new one, John. <laughs> uh, as we are here in Petal, Mississippi, talking about ministry around our state. And across the table from the two of us, we have Ben Skipper from Carville Baptist Church. How you doing, brother? Hey, man, I'm terrific. Thanks for having me. I'm, ex- I'm excited to be a guest on the podcast. <laughs> I feel really important. I know, yeah, I'm, yeah, I know yeah. I'm not. Yes, you are, But man. I feel very yes, important right are. now. Well, thanks so much for being a part of this. And we are enjoying jumping around the state. This gets us out of the building and really talking <laughs> yeah. to you guys that yeah. we we care most about. Absolutely. Oh man, I would. I honestly would love it. I love pastors. Like I love yeah, ministers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This would be fun for me. Just, oh, to, yeah, just sure. let me travel. Let me travel along with you guys and just carry your gear. I'll just set up <laughs> okay. the stuff. And... <laughs> Let's do that. Let's do that. So we've had two stops so far. That's Philadelphia and Byram, and we've averaged about a hundred leaders so far. Just over hundred. I think over 100 are here tonight, mm-hmm, so we have really been encouraged by the response to these impact trainings, and I, I hope people are receiving it well. Yeah. Uh, if, if you've been to some of those in the past so far and you're listening to us right now, message us at the building. We'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah. I know we're giving feedback uh, along the way, so we've loved what we've heard so far. But let's just jump right into it. We are in Forest County, Mississippi, uh, right next to Hattiesburg. It's a town called Petal. And I, I'll just say personally, I know this well because I'm married into the pedal community, ah, I feel yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, my wife's from that area, and I feel like we have 25 family members in this community. <laughs> so, uh, But I don't know it as well because I am from Tennessee originally. Ben, you know this community well. But right, yeah. let, let's talk about, um, I know you've been at Carville for a while, but kind of uh, where, where did your ministry story start? And okay. then what kind of roles have you been involved in at Carville? Oh, wow. That's a fun story for me. Okay. So, John, you just kind of give me like a thumbs down when you when it's time for me to wrap <laughs> that part up. All right. Because I could talk that. about it for a hot minute. So, uh, man, my, my story is so Mississippi. Like, I, I love this state. Mm-hmm. Like, every year at convention, I am the sappy guy. Even when I was in my 30s, I yeah. was the sappy guy that just walked in the room in October and thought, I love all these people. I love- <laughs> so, I mean, I know, I know, you know, I know our warts and bumps and our imperfections, but yeah. man, I love our state. I just yeah. always, God's given me a huge heart for it. So, my story is so Mississippi. It starts like this. Man, I was born in Sugarlock, Mississippi. Population, oh, hmm. population 500, Watch right? Out. And then when I Kemper come home, County? It's, yeah, well, Knoxby, Knoxby oh, County. Is it Knoxby? Okay. Yeah, next door, next door, okay, right, right. right, neighbors. Well, but just so you know, you know, my roots are my dad's, my dad's people. That's a Mississippi thing to <laughs> yes, say, yeah, right? Yeah. So my dad's family is from Kemper County. Okay. Um, my mom's Knoxby hmm. County. And so I grew up, I grew up in Knoxby County, but we were in Kemper County a lot. Yeah, yeah. So that part of the world is, is my stomping ground. I grew up in Sugarlock. Baptist Church, mm-hmm. um, man, a beautiful, beautiful building, some and some people that just marked my life tremendously. So that's where I learned who Jesus was, and mm-hmm. you know, learned. About, and, and I'm talking, we're talking about um, 30 people, you know, mm-hmm. on a on a mm-hmm. good Sunday. Um, my, you know, I remember keeping the nursery with my mom some as a kid. Yeah. I mean, it's like yeah. <laughs> just a handful. In fact, youth group when I first started ministry, you know, at Sugarlock Baptist Church, youth group would have been anybody, you know, that was like not an adult <laughs> yet, but was yeah. but was old enough to be out of the nursery right. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And they all would fit around a six foot table mm-hmm. or something. Uh, mm-hmm. So my ministry footprint. I was born in Sugarlock Baptist Church. Um, my freshman year of community college in mm-hmm. Scuba, Mississippi. Yeah. Scuba Tech, baby. That's right. That's mm-hmm. when I really started to take discipleship seriously. Before that, I was very much a cultural Christian, which mm-hmm. I think is is really typical of a lot of our towns in Mississippi. A lot of yeah. my brothers and sisters who I love are still sort of stuck in that. Just you know, I didn't know anything better. I, I loved my church. I followed Jesus every Sunday and sometimes mm-hmm. during the week a little bit. Yeah. But I had not seen a whole lot of examples. Now, my parents, great believers, you know, yeah. they did a terrific job, but you know, peer group. I just never saw a lot of people that were trying to follow Jesus Monday through Friday. First time I saw that really was my freshman year 
of mm. community college. And so a lot of people go to college and uh, run from Jesus. I actually yeah. went to college and started chasing after Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So I put down some of my bad habits and uh, really started to serve the Lord uh, The freshman year, my freshman year. Yeah. My pastor asked me if I'd help out in the youth group. So I sat in there for one Wednesday night, again, a you know eight-foot you know, t- folding yeah. table in a Sunday school room with a handful of fifth graders and an eighth grader <laughs> or something, you know, fourth yeah. grade. And uh, he read the lesson from the, you know, the, y'all remember the the survival guide for oh, new yeah. Christians? Yeah, yeah that was sure. it. Like, I think he, you know, he left. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sitting down there, had no idea what I was doing, but I was listening to my pastor, who I loved. Mm-hmm. And as he was reading through all this stuff, I thought, and it's not my place to talk, but man, I wish you'd let me talk. <laughs> and so, yeah. and so, uh, so when the night was over, he said, what'd you think? I was like, oh, I thought it was great. And uh, I'm sitting here thinking, man, I wish I'd talk. And he said, hey, next week, would you mind talking a little bit? Now, yes. So I, I recognize okay. now that this was just a good pastor trying yeah. to mentor a young guy who he saw yeah. something yeah. in. Yeah. As a kid, as a freshman uh-huh. in college, I, had, I was oblivious. And yeah. it's hard... Yeah. You know, Tanner, I know kind of where you grew up and how you grew up. Man, just mm-hmm. the models that you grew up in, I had yeah. never seen. Like, mm-hmm. I was oblivious to what was happening in my life. Yeah. So I started the next week volunteering in youth ministry. Very shortly after that, God called me into ministry. Yeah. I changed gears, changed my major, um, you know, so that when I transferred to state, I was working on a different major because yeah. I knew I was going to seminary when it was mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. So I was very involved in the BSU in Startville. That was huge for my discipleship. Yeah. And then from there... I just would volunteer in churches, you know, when somebody needed a youth minister. I was I was good with teenagers, and so mm-hmm. I did all the disciple nows, and I preached the youth retreats and yeah. the college things, you know, all through college. And then I went to seminary in New Orleans and sort of did the same thing. And so I had this little season of my life that was, was a lot of, you know, six months or four months or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of discipleship every summer at Gulf Shore Baptist Assembly. Yeah. Man, yeah. rest in peace. What a place. <laughs> Absolutely. I grew, I grew so much in Jesus there. Yeah, yeah. So then uh, fast forward, and this is where the story is more uh, contextually relevant for our mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. So um, in about November of the year 2000, Jim Kane, who was a friend of mine, uh, resigned. You know, I served with Jim Kane. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, that's right. In Meridian. Yeah. I remember. Where, that's where I met you. Yeah, where that's I met, right. Yeah. I came in to do a Disciple Now, and you were like on that, uh, y'all had that seminary program. That's right, yeah. And you were that guy. Yeah, yeah. I worked for Jim Kane. I remember that. <laughs> Hey, hey, listen, Jim Kane. If you get wind of this podcast, yeah. man, I, I, lo- I love you and thank you. Yeah, like absolutely. You, you changed the course of my life and a bunch of others. And, yeah. and, and you're you're a blessing to me, man. Yeah. So uh, that said, one Wednesday night, Grant Stegall, who is mm-hmm. you know up north now, Grant yeah. and I were roommates in seminary. We came to Carterville. He was preaching at the college group. I was riding along to see my girlfriend, now my wife, yeah. Lindsay, who grew up at Carterville. Mm-hmm. So I'd just tag along so I could see her. He said, "Hey, man, I uh, I resigned tonight." And I wonder, can I ask him to call you as interim? And I thought I had literally, literally, like a few weeks before that, I told the Lord, I'm working at Gulf Shore mowing grass on the weekends. Yeah. I'm trying to make A's in seminary papers. Mm-hmm. Gotta feel like I need something more purposeful in your kingdom. Mm-hmm. You tell me what you want me wow. to do. I'll, I'll do whatever you get me to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just told Jim without even blinking, I was like, Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. I mean, I, in my mind, I thought, um, I'm gonna be a pastor. I'm studying Hebrew and Greek, and you know, God's yeah. called me to be, you know, a pastor somewhere. Um, just young, starstruck. You know, mm. couldn't couldn't wait to preach, but I thought I can do youth ministry. Yeah. And you said interim; that means like six months or so, right? <laughs> so sure. So I took that role, and that six months turned into some of the best. I mean, seven of the best years yeah, of my ministry. Yeah, yeah. I loved being a youth minister. I'm like I'm tearing up over here, I'm trying to not show <laughs> yeah, it, but like yeah. I loved yeah. that season of my ministry, and that actually translates to today. I'll give you that. So. um, 
So Lindsay and I got, literally, I started at Carterville on December 17th, Sunday night. They introduced mm-hmm. me as Ken because I was about that important, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and it was fine. I mean, it was a short-term commitment for both of us until yeah. it wasn't, right? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and so I, the next day, December 18th, mm-hmm. I proposed to my wife. And we really, mm-hmm. our plans were, hey, you know, I'm going to do this interim thing. And, yeah. you know, about the time the Lord shows us where to go, we'll, you know, we'll be getting married and moving away from your hometown. That mm-hmm. is not the case. Like yeah, my wife yeah. is... For 21 years, she's been a staff wife, and now is the pastor's wife. Yeah, at uh at the church she grew wow. up in all yeah. her life. Wow, right? that's awesome. <laughs> right? yeah. um, and if she wasn't such an amazing woman, that might be a real stretch. <laughs> but, she, but she is crushing it. I tell you, like she yeah, she's sure. who you need on this podcast. Yeah. I'm, like, yeah, okay. let, let's stop. Let me call Lindsay and let her finish this. <laughs> this way, way, way better, <laughs> way better, John. Uh, so um, you know. I was associate pastor for a few years. Um, yeah. Our beloved sort of legacy pastor, mm-hmm. Leland Hogan, served Carterville for 52 years all mm-hmm. total. Some of those were as an, as an emeritus. He was my pastor you know, for a long time. Yeah. Uh, he passed away last year. Man, mm-hmm. that, I'm telling you, yeah. the, the guy blessed our church. Yeah. But uh, you know, one, one Sunday he preached that morning, and he had a, a heart attack, and I preached that Sunday night. And a series of events from there um, mm-hmm. led a few years later to me being our our pastor, and I've been preaching since 2013 there. So that's my my ministry footprint. I would say like kind of interesting, like defining stuff to me. I love our church. I, yeah. After a couple of search committees, I mean, I've been through a couple of search committees and like five roles if you count the interims. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of the way I feel about it is sometime in the past, God just sort of whispered to me with no clear, no no audible clarity, right? Mm-hmm. I just kind of felt like he was saying, doesn't really matter what job it is, it's just these people. Yeah. yeah. And I never envisioned, that wasn't my plan, that wasn't my strategy. Right. You know, I'm right. not here to do a podcast on tenure or why you should stay forever. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, look, that's just what God did for me. Yeah. yeah. And now, like this past Sunday, you know, there was a family in our church, it was a guest, and uh, man, what was so cool to me is that, that the... Uh, that that the lady in this marriage, she uh, she was in my youth group twenty mm-hmm. years ago. Wow! Yeah. Yeah. And it's so cool to see. Her. I mean, I have a couple other stories like that. I've yeah, had some good ones good. and some bad ones when they're. But <laughs> I mean, bad, bad was as in hard, right? Bad ones as challenge. In, yeah. When you when yeah. you stay twenty one years, right? I've buried some of the kids from my youth group. Mm. Wow! And I've also I've also met their kids. Yeah, sure. And yeah. now I'm really tearing up yeah. over here. Like, yeah. Oh man! So that's 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 some of the. I mean, I just I love our church. Yeah, and I yeah. love Mississippi. I love I love the opportunity to, to serve the local church here. So that's that is my ministry footprint. It's kind that's of good. weird. Yeah, no, good or great. bad. Yeah, but yeah. it's what it is. So talk to us about those people that you love so much. I know yeah, it, it, yeah. it extends outside of your sure. local body of believers right. as well, right? You love the community. Yeah. Right? So, so you guys are in the Pine Belt. We are. We are. So tell us what is unique about about pedal, pedal about ministry in pedal. Now, yeah. we understand that your ministry has been pedal. Yeah, that's right. right? But you obviously so know. grow. You know, coming out of coming from Startville um, and the coast a little bit. I mean, this the the South Mississippi was like foreign territory to me when I first yeah. came. I mean, yeah. I came in, I thought, where are the hardwood trees? Right, and <laughs> yeah. man, the deer are little. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's that's a, that's a very Mississippi thing, right? Yeah, like, yeah, this is the size right, of a yeah. deer. Uh, it's funny. It's funny because now, well, of course, I was from Knoxville County. It's all yeah, yeah that's right? right, absolutely. But uh, man, now uh, it's just home. You know, now it's just yeah. home. So, uh, what's unique about our area? Well, let's talk about sort of not just South Mississippi as a whole, but what if we talk about the Pine Belt, right? Yeah, I mean, if you sure. drew, drew a really big circle around, mm-hmm. you know, the Hattiesburg area, what's yeah. some things that are unique about it, man, is because of the because of the college campuses here, you got Jones up the road, you got Pearl River mm-hmm. Hattiesburg over here, you know, you've got William Carey University, you got Southern Miss. I mean, you got yeah, you yeah. got tons of uh opportunity for young young adults to get 
to get an education and then get plugged into the community. Right. Uh, we got great school districts all around us. Uh, man, I, I live in Pedal. We're super proud of our school district. Mm-hmm. We got great school districts. Uh, private schools and public schools that people want to raise their families in. Right. So this is a terrific place for for families. So it attracts a lot of it attracts a lot of families. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, Hattiesburg is big enough that people feel like there's some opportunity. You know, you're close enough to the coast, and mm-hmm. it's just kind of a connecting city, and it's the place where you know people think, "Hey, I want to be there." A lot of people had a great time at Southern Miss and want right. to live here, and so. Yeah. So it's 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 got all of that. And growing up in Sugarloch, very, very I mean, we were mm-hmm. 45 minutes to Walmart. Yeah. It didn't matter if we went to yeah. Philadelphia, Columbus, <laughs> or Meridian. It was 45 right. minutes to Walmart, right? Yeah. Now, not anymore, but that's what it was when I grew up. Yeah. And because you have a Dollar General now. Amen. So yeah. <laughs> around every corner. But come but come on, who doesn't? Right? Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Right. There's, there's, so anyway, that said, that would be an interesting study. Who doesn't, <laughs> who, who doesn't have one? Yet? Develop some ministry around Dollar General, though, <laughs> there you and, go, that's and you'll right. have a model. <laughs> so I would, I would say that um, we have plenty of rural fringe around us, right? Yeah. And I recognize that because, I mean, I grew up in Knoxville County, right. Camper County. I actually love and identify with the people in Mississippi who have very, very rural mm-hmm. roots. So we've got a good bit of that all around. You're not you're not far at all. You're five minutes away anytime yeah. you want to be from what we would call the country, right? right? Yeah. But at the same time, uh, this is a place where you also have access to, to uh, I guess, a little bit more, you know, uh, faster paced life or just yeah. access to things, college, college life. So it's kind of an, an interesting blend. It's it's not Sugarloch. It's mm-hmm. not where I was. Very, and it's also not like Jackson metro area. Right. Like yeah. we're kind of a, um, you know, you still feel the remnant of, you know, old Mississippi family values. I mean yeah. that in a positive way, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, but you also get to see man, the pace of the culture change. So yeah. from here, it's like, just depends on where you look. I mean, you could be a person living in the Pine Belt who is totally oblivious. If your circle of friends was, uh, if, if your patterns, your routines, your circle of friends was one way, you would mm. be totally oblivious to the fact that the culture is changing, right? You'd yeah. be listening to radio shows or, you know, listening to podcasts or hearing news and you go, yeah, but not here, yeah, right? Yeah, However, yeah. you could be a different person with a different footprint and look up and say, are you crazy? It's all yeah. like, the world is so different mm. now. So I would just say like both cultures kind of coexist yeah, here. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Yeah. What what since I love your your longevity here, and there's so much okay. to be said about longevity, longevity and how well you know the people, but that means you also know the needs well. Okay. What what are the what are the needs that you are seeing in this area? And then the second follow-up question would be, what are some ways your churches are your church is responding yeah. to those needs? Okay. Um, man, I don't feel as smart as I wish I did right now because what I'm about to say to you guys, <laughs> okay. you know, I'm going to get some eye rolls maybe from the, but I think they're the same as they are across the state. Yeah. yeah. Right. So granted our, our unemployment rate here is not nearly as high as it is in Knoxby County, mm-hmm. but there still is a very, a, a great need to enter. Like our churches, our, I've watched our benevolence ministry at Carterville grow. I yeah. mean, exponentially over the years. You know, we've developed a, a team around that, and, and they're doing a great job. It's hard mm-hmm. work. It's it's sometimes messy. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. man. But I've watched it go from just, you know, kind of a small ministry to a big one where people are really serving the way God, God wants. So that's a need, right? Yeah. I mean, even though we're, from the outside, we're a very affluent place, if mm-hmm. you spend 10 minutes doing mission work locally, You'll recognize that there's a lot of, you know, socioeconomic need. Yeah. You know, a lot of people that, uh, I mean, a lot of, you know, single income households that are really struggling to make ends meet. So, you know, you need driving down the street, you don't see that. But if you mm-hmm. get off the main street for a few minutes to do some mission work, you'll 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 know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, that's the same across the state, right? right. Any any right. city that's you right. go to, there are those kinds of needs. So yeah, I right. see our benevolence. I see our benevolence. So another thing that's huge for me right now mm-hmm. is, um. 
you know, I just kind of offhand a minute ago said I've seen some hard things. Having been the youth minister now, the pastor, twenty years later, you know, had some tough funerals and tough stories with some of my some of my youth group kiddos from years ago, uh, who are now men and women. Mm-hmm. But one of the big needs I recognize is uh, man, just addiction and like you pick your topic. Yeah. You, you pick your, you want, you want to talk about pornography addiction, yep. you know, and sexual integrity mm-hmm. issues, like yep. in a world that has changed, that's lost its mind, yep. you know, sexually, and that mm-hmm. the internet and social media has brought so much. Um, I guess so much pressure or so much opportunity, I guess, yeah, you know, sure. to people to, to indulge their lust and fall off in a tough spot. So also we, we all watch the news reports about the opioid addictions and mm-hmm. that was so, so real to me. I've lost a lot of friends to yeah, that, yeah. uh, man, crystal meth all over the state. So, yep. so we look up and we say probably every community, I wouldn't say, Oh, that's so unique to the yeah, pine that's belt. Right. Yeah. But I really think we're seeing the same stuff. Everybody else is just in yeah. different proportions, different flavors. So how we, how we interacted with that. Well, this is this is one of the, my favorite parts of the podcast. And in fact, I think here's the third podcast, you know, get my wife, <laughs> right? And, yeah. and, and then after that, call our recovery pastor. Like yeah. Do, a, yeah. do, a, do a podcast with our recovery pastor at Carver, with Sean Hampton. Just yeah. a, I love the guy, terrific guy. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, God just sort of built over the last, in fact, we just celebrated this this month, five years in yeah. recovery ministry. Yeah. And, uh, you know, saw some guys get a five-year chip, you know, this weekend that just blessed my heart. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. If you know the whole story, it's amazing. But we've just watched recovery ministry go from you know uh, less than a dozen people mm-hmm. to you know some some Sunday nights a hundred people who are finding real freedom and a pathway to walk with Jesus. Yeah, and so that's not unique to our area, right? But it is something that I see. I'm gonna give you two more things and I'll give them fast because I can tell by your body language. No, no, I just I was just gonna say you're leaning into that though. You <laughs> yeah. you see that there's a problem. Yeah, and Carterville's leaning yeah. into and, it. Yeah, but you and know I what? Think- you know what, John? To be honest with you, and I hope this is good news for pastors who are listening because because like. You know, you listen to a podcast, you know, oh, you know, I wish we were doing that. Yep. If you had done a podcast five years ago with me and, mm-hmm. and back when you were doing the old Imperfect Church That's podcast, right. I, I, That's right. you and Brian Rush, I remember listening to that. <laughs> Love me some Brian. Shout yeah. out to Brian Rush. Yeah. Um, if you had asked me back then, hey, man, what's your what's your plan at Carterville? Yeah. In fact, I remember when I came as a youth minister, you know, a very influential member of our church who's a, a friend of me, a treasure, a man I look up to a lot. He asked me one night on the walking track at, uh, at uh, Pedal Relay Park, he said, mm-hmm. You know, I see a lot of a lot of issues through the judicial system. I see drug addiction. You know, just just killing people. What are we going to do about it? I was like, yeah. Oh my gosh, I have no answer for that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I felt really intimidated. I was like, I'm doing my best. I'm doing. My best. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he was supportive. He, you know. But here's the thing. I look up now. If you'd asked me five years ago, what is your plan? I wouldn't have had one. I couldn't yeah. have told you. Well, this is what we're going to do. But I can tell you, looking back from five years, like let me tell you, I can tell you what Jesus did. I can tell you yeah. who Jesus supplied. Yeah. I can tell you what He taught us, and we can pass that on to any church that wants it. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking up, going, we're we're in the middle of that. Not because we had a great strategy, but because God called a couple of people to our church yeah, who were willing awesome. to lean that direction. Yeah, yeah. And so I really, you know, hats off to Jesus. Yeah. Absolutely. The, the, the other two things that I'm gonna throw out there because they need to be said. Yeah. Right. Um, man, we are the best place in the universe to raise a family. I mm-hmm. loved growing up in Sugarlock, Mississippi, man. I love yeah. fishing in the mornings, mowing grass every day. I love just <laughs> I love what I did. But I'm gonna tell you, this is a great place to raise a family. And that's why people move here. Mm-hmm. But you know, but what we mean when we say that is, you know, good school district, great opportunities for kids. I also, coming out of the youth ministry, have watched over 20 years' time what that means, which it means with those great opportunities, a million extracurriculars, yeah. you know, school districts all around us. Uh, certainly, I feature, I love ours. I, I have so much confidence in Pedal School District, mm-hmm. but honestly, all around all around us, all around Lamar County Schools, man, I, Superintendent Lamar County is a good friend of mine. You know, I love, love, love Stephen Hampton. I mean, you just look around, just great schools, right? Mm-hmm. But also, kids today are under so much pressure. 
Like yeah. to be a part of it, to travel baseball, travel everything. They're, they're, they don't have a, and I'm not saying those things are bad. I'm saying that when kids say yes to everything, they're just burned out and they're tired. Yeah. And so here's what can happen is even in a, in a community like ours where, where the driver is uh, families and children, mm. sometimes we can get our priorities bent a little bit mm-hmm. so that results in a lack of focus, too much pressure, kids overextended, families having no family time, yeah. uh, to the point that what is our greatest gift can become mm-hmm. like our Achilles mm-hmm. heel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's something I think is probably prevalent in lots of, maybe not every community, but lots of communities in Mississippi, yeah. but I certainly see that here. Um, case in point, you know what happened during COVID? Like during COVID when we went live stream only and kids were not, not able to go to school and nobody was play, playing baseball, and I don't want that back. But you yeah. know what happened? You know what happened? We had a ton of kids get baptized. Yeah. You know why? Yeah. Because they weren't distracted. They're at home with their mom and dad, you know, watching the live stream, reading the Bible, asking questions about Mm, God. mm. And uh, I know we can't, I know we cannot establish that pace. But you ask the needs here. One of the needs that you would not recognize because it's not ugly, it's pretty, is, you know, we are... We are so busy. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're so busy. And then the last thing, and I'm going to throw out there that's, again, I think this is the whole state, um, is because we live in the Bible Belt and because there are so many great, man, Pedal's full of great churches. I mm-hmm. love the preachers here. Literally, mm-hmm. like the, the Baptist pastors in Pedal, Mississippi are friends. Yeah. And that, like, I love that. Yeah. But, but in the state of Mississippi, there's so many churches. We're deep in the, we're the buckle of the Bible Belt, in my opinion. Um, cultural Christianity, man. Yeah. yeah. We have such established religion. We have so many brothers and sisters who know the rules of religion, yeah. um, but don't have a fresh walk with God. You yeah. know, the spirit's not changed, the spirit's not moving. And they've, they've unintentionally sort of settled for uh, a near miss. Right. And a huge challenge in our area when you do have that Bible Belt culture is to help our sisters and brothers be able to see the better way of, without offending them and chasing them away, mm-hmm. but also without being content to let them live the rest of their lives in cultural Christianity. Right. Again, that's not poverty and that's not homelessness and that's not drug addiction. And we have all that here. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not one that shows up. That's a very religious need. But, you know, in from where I sit in our church, that's one of the things that's on my heart 24-7 really is just like, how do I... Yeah. How do we how do we help people spiritually with that need? Does that make sense? John? It does absolutely because the statistics will will show you that if you ask if you ask Mississippians uh, what religious preference they have, eighty one percent is going to say Christian. Right. If you ask that same group of Mississippians if they have a personal relationship with Jesus, yeah, the number goes to thirty three percent. Wow. So that shows that yeah. that that cultural Christianity is very prevalent in our yeah. state. And I think you guys told me, you know, that somewhere in the low 70% of people, you know, in the Pine Belt are not in church. That's right. Not active Sunday. in church. 73%, yeah. I think. Man, that's 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 heavy, right? Mm-hmm. And I know that in Mississippi, especially if you've you know, lived here a long time, it's easy for you to become numb yeah. to that or blind to that. Yeah. But that is the reality. And, is. and if you don't believe it, ask your kids who are going to school. And and, and instead of us just sort of sitting back and and lamenting and saying, I wish it was like it used to be, it's not. And, it's, and <laughs> our, right. our mission will not happen. It's not going to take place in a context that's already passed. It's yeah, going to take right. place in this one. That's and right. so we've got to figure out how. But on the other hand, that also means we've got tons of opportunity to engage people. But yeah. you know what? A lot of those are people who are on the role of a church and just aren't walking with Jesus. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm. That's right. Wow. That's good. That's a good point. Well, I really appreciate this. I've, I've heard a lot of great things. We're kind of coming up to the end of the time here, Ben, but... And, and speaking of engaging in a lot of activities happening, there's a big football stadium right across the street. Yeah, <laughs> it's filled up a lot on Friday nights. I don't know if the first game's this Friday night, but I love to hear how you're engaging with the community and, and, and taking part in the big, busy family activities. Uh, I've seen that a lot in this area. There's lots to do, right? Life is fun. 
fun and super busy. Sometimes man. Jesus gets knocked to the back seat of the car, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, did you have anything else, John? Did you I'm have good. Anything? Thanks, Ben. It's always good to see you, brother. Well, listen, I'll give you. Uh, I'll get you guys in touch with uh, Sean and Lindsay. There you, you go. Yeah. Right there you go. We're always looking, brother. <laughs> hey, I assure you. No joke. I'm gonna promise you, like the uh, Pastor's Wife podcast, whether you yeah. pick my wife or anybody else, yeah. that that's gonna be like your highest listen to <laughs> ever. So, yeah. look, thanks for having me. It means a lot to me that you guys did it. Thanks for your work. Yeah. I love the Mississippi Church. I love the pastors around our yeah. state, and yeah. I appreciate you guys trying to encourage them. Thanks, well, thanks, man. Thank you so much for being here. And and you had a busy day. You were in Jackson at a committee on committee. <laughs> meetings. Yeah, and so right. thank you for serving there. Come down here. And uh, speaking of the friendship, we're actually recording here at First Baptist Church Pedal. Yes, yeah, right. So uh, Brad has been on previous podcasts with us, but I'm so glad, Ben, you could sit in with us today. And so uh, it's a blessing to hear from you. Always encouraging, brother. Sure, man. Thank you and so much. I hope that the uh, impact training tonight goes super well. I know I've got a church member coming who's yeah. eager to learn. So thanks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Well, if you're listening right now, if you don't mind, just hit a little review button there. Rate us and uh, comment if you don't mind. Share this with your friends. Uh, we're getting a really good uh, feedback momentum with this podcast, and we're glad to be a part of the discussion around the table. We'll catch you all next time. Bye.